A farmer's time is valuable. That's why Blaine's Farm and Fleet has made shopping for your must-haves quick and easy. Simply order online at farmandfleet.com and pick up your items in just one hour in their convenient drive through Or try Farm and Fleet's same-day local delivery option. There are 47 farmer-led watershed protection groups in Wisconsin and potentially one more on the way. I'm Stephanie Hoff for the Midwest Farm Report. The goal of these producer-led groups is to improve soil and water quality throughout the state. And the state awards grants to support those on-farm solutions that protect the watershed, such as growing cover crops. Wisconsin's potato and vegetable growers are engaged in these programs. The Wisconsin Potato and Vegetable Growers Association's Executive Director, Thomas Houlihan, says their members already make up two of these watershed groups, and there may be one more group coming this year out of Anago. Thomas walks us through why he's seeing their member growers getting involved and the success they've had so far. It's a four or five years now that it's been a program uh, run by the Department of Agriculture where they provide grants for producer-led groups to implement practices that will protect the watershed in which they farm. And so we have a group of growers that are in and around the Little Plover River, the Stevens Point Plover area, and that river flows into the larger Wisconsin River. And so we've expanded from our original group of five farms. We're up to eight farms now that work in that watershed. And they've done some really cool things with regard to, you know, the basics of cover cropping and uh, maybe some prairie pollinator plantings. But they've done some wetlands restoration in and around the Little Plover River and have really improved the health of that river. There was a time when that Little Plover River would dry up in the summer when there were too many um, irrigated agricultural farmers pumping underground water. And there were a couple of years when the river dried up. But since we've implemented our practices, it has not dried up and it has maintained very strong flows throughout the summer. Now this past summer there was a drought, a severe drought, And so we saw the flow dip down below what's been established as kind of the public right stage of four CFS per minute. It dropped down to to three and and even as low as maybe two. But it came back up as soon as um, the growing season ended, September, October. The flow resumed uh, above normal uh, readings. And so with all the work they've done, it's just been a really neat program. The growers have done research on evapotranspiration rates, which is basically the crop water use, how much evaporates and how much the plants transpire. And we measure that, and we've gotten to where we can fine-tune the irrigation applications and put on just the right amount of water that the crop needs, when it needs it, and we're not wasting water. And so we've seen some really good successes in that watershed. But that's the key thing here is that these success stories that are coming out of these watershed protection groups and and the camaraderie. All of them are sizable in that they probably raise over a thousand acres of potatoes. Now we do have one dairy farm though that is part of our producer-led group and they've actually joined the Wisconsin Potato and Vegetable Growers Association. They do raise some pumpkins and some other um, crops but they're a dairy farm that's right within the Little Plover watershed very close to the river. And so they wanted to be a part of it, and they've been a great partner. It's Feltz Dairy. They're also a huge part of the producer-led group in that they've done some things where they've filled ditches in and around the Little Plover, which has helped raise the water level 
and in, in turn has kept that flow above the public right stage. And really, almost every year since about 2014, 15, that little plover has been flowing and has been healthy. And so we're really proud of, of the work we've done in and around that watershed, even before the producer-led uh, group started. Tell me about the second watershed group. There's another one that's primarily made up of your members. And I should clarify, too, it's, our group is called the Central Wisconsin Farmers Collaborative in the, in the producer-led program. And so that uh, watershed group works in and around the Little Plover River and the Wisconsin River. The second group that has a lot of WPVGA members is the Farmers of the Rocha Cree. And that's a little bit further south of the Stevens Point Plover area. It's down closer to Coloma, Hancock, even into the Grand Marsh area. And again, there are a number of our potato farms involved. And they're also doing exciting things. A lot of it is just uh, making good use of cover crops and making sure to use crops that will scavenge nutrients in the off-season. And the cover crops do a good job of that. We have some issues with uh, nitrogen use on sandy soil where at times it can leach into the groundwater. And so the growers are doing a lot of innovative practices, um, slow-release nitrogen products, um, and again, splitting applications so we're putting on very small amounts multiple times throughout the growing season. So you wouldn't have, say, a big flush of nutrients if there were a heavy rainfall that was maybe unexpected. We're also doing a lot of work with with, um, weather stations and predicting when these heavy rainfalls will come because that's truly the cause of most of the nitrate issues in central Wisconsin is the growers need nitrogen to grow the crops. But then if you get an unexpected rainfall, you know, an inch or two uh, rainfall, will wash those nutrients through the soil and that sandy soil it percolates through pretty easily and that's when you get nitrates in groundwater and so we're working really hard to use slow release products and use split applications it's kind of called spoon feeding uh, throughout the growing season so if you do have an unexpected heavy rainfall at least you're not washing off all these nutrients that you've applied and so we've seen some good gains in that watershed. And it doesn't stop there. These are two examples of how your membership is engaging in the farmer-led watershed protection grants to the state of Wisconsin. But there's another one on the way, kind of the, the baby of it all in the Anago area. Tell me about your newest addition to the farmer-led watershed groups. Okay. Well, and you never know until you submit your application if you are truly going to get funded and become a producer-led group. So we're just very hopeful that this group of farms in Anago will get a producer-led watershed grant. And honestly, they're not in it for the grant funds. Uh, There's one grower in particular, uh, James Spicala, um, who is a seed potato producer in Anago, who just feels very strongly about the environment and doing the right thing. And so he has started to call his neighbors and organize a meeting. And the first meeting of this group will take place January 31st. And there are at least five or six other farms interested in joining with him. And the primary issue up around Anago is phosphorus and phosphorus getting into Spring Brook, um, which also ends up flowing into the Wisconsin River. But there are a number of practices that they've already begun working on. We've had a, a, a research project up there for a number of years, and Discovery Farms has been part of this research in Anago. And we feel pretty strongly that we'll get the five producers that you have to have to form a producer-led group. 
And if they put in a, a good application, we fully expect them to get some funding for next year. But again, I think they're going to do it almost regardless of the funding. And, and that's the beauty of it is, is James feels like it's not about the money. It's about doing the right thing. And he's got neighbors who are interested in doing that. And again, they'll be looking at cover cropping and grassed waterways and buffers and anything and everything they can do to prevent phosphorus runoff into Spring Brook. And they've already been doing it, and now they decided to get organized and pursue a producer-led watershed grant. Tamis Houlihan joining us. He's the executive director of the Wisconsin Potato and Vegetable Growers Association. Proud to say that his membership makes up two of the producer-led watershed protection groups in Wisconsin, and there may be one more coming out of Anago. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Stephanie Hoff.